What's what is what is the benefit of turkey bacon? Uh, it's it's like less sodium and fat and you know. But it's not as good. I think it's I think it's good. You like it? I think it's good. I've never had turkey bacon. I've had turkey sausage. I feel like you just kind of eat it until it becomes okay, and then it's fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Like broccoli, I get it. Veggies suck, man. They do. They really do. I mean, there's nothing, but, you know, I feel like we need to eat veggies. So, like, a couple times a week, I just force myself to, like, eat a bunch of veggies. I just... And that's my life. There's tomatoes and pizza. Yeah, and a ton of sugar and, like... Yeah. Water. Yeah. Ass. Just <laughs> ass. What kind of pizza are you eating? Welcome. Everybody, to Bad Bandmates. Uh, I'm Nate, and Josh, he is with me as always. Hello. Co-host extraordinaire. Um, this is uh, this is now a pro Britney Spears, <laughs> free Britney podcast. <laughs> we uh, laughing. We it, it for real though. We're gonna co-host. We're gonna co. Uh, we're gonna start producing podcasts with the uh, Instagram Britney Spears uh, podcast, which is a thing. Yeah. Um, I, which is a crazy idea for a podcast. Crazy in a good way. I can't believe that someone has capitalized on that. But, <laughs> but seemingly a lot of people have capitalized off Britney Spears, and that's that what way. we're talking about today. <laughs> so this okay. So to preface, Josh and I watched a documentary called Framing Britney Spears. Right. It's on Hulu. Uh, it took me about 10 years to find it because Hulu's search engine sucks ass. Uh, but if you type framing and then go to episodes, you will find this documentary. I didn't have a problem finding it. I don't know why yours is different. Although Dude, I don't, I'm not supporting... Or, like, sponsoring Hulu because I hate it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened, but uh, maybe maybe I just had some sort of... Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I I found it. It, what, it wasn't in my recents when I watched 20 minutes of it earlier. And it, it, anyways. Um, so, <laughs> we watched this documentary, and it's pretty nuts. I got to say, I I don't know much about Britney Spears. If you've listened to this podcast, you'd come to expect that. So this is... If you've listened this, to this podcast, you'd come to expect that I know a little bit. At least a little bit, if not a lot. So, um, I you know, I got to say, so to start things off, essentially all what it's talking about this documentary is Britney Spears growing up a, a child star, essentially, uh, or at least a very... Uh, you know, growing into her young teens star and then kind of be ex being exploited by the music industry and the the popular media outlets of the time, like mm -hmm. magazines and stuff like that. 
and then also uh, her own family, uh, basically, I would say taking advantage. That is um, that is an accurate depiction, I would say. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought this was kind of be an interesting, a little weird subject to talk about and it's a documentary if you have hulu so i mean why not uh why not put hulu to use you know hashtag free britney hashtag free britney we'll probably say that under 20 times but probably over 10 yeah free britney so (laughs) (laughs) i think we're up to like four or five so um Dude, okay, I want to talk about this first, though. So what's your... Because this was, like, late, 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 late 90s and in early 2000s yeah. is the big majority of of the career. Then there's, like, another spike later on and stuff like that. But what's your experience with uh, this time period, especially this kind of pop music? I feel like someone in the documentary mentioned that it wasn't all about like the female voice at the time. It was all about like the boy band type and stuff. So, which I agree with. I mean, yeah. she was kind of like a standout. I feel like among that crowd. But she was. Um, what's your experience? I mean, we kind of talked a little bit before we hit record, <laughs> but I want you, I want you to <laughs> expose yourself oh, I'll for tell what him, you had. I'll tell him the same thing I told you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, I was born in 1990. Yeah. So I'm a few years older than you, Nathan. But it was hip and cool in the late 90s to go to the store and buy the teen bop magazines and hang Mm -hmm. the pictures on your walls of all the boy bands. And I had had photos of Hanson on my walls. (laughs) I didn't have any, like, Justin Timberlake or... No, no, actually, fuck me. I did have a Backstreet Boys poster. And well, it was one of those fold-out ones. But in sync is Justin Timberlake, though. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. But they're... Yeah. I didn't have in sync ones, though. Yeah. Yeah. I did listen to in sync. Uh, I, I, to be perfectly honest with all mm-hmm. of you, I didn't really listen to Britney Spears until I was old enough to not listen to Britney Spears anymore. What are your thoughts on her music? It's been a grip since I've listened to it, like a long yeah. time. But I, I revisited one of her albums, and I'm I, for the life of me, I'm not going to remember the fucking name of it. But sure. I actually listened to it with Jake. You guys are familiar with Jake. And I got to say, she's got some banger beats on some of her songs. Yeah. Pretty killer on, on some of it. And I, I mean, I never really listened to like her hit. Like I've Obviously, I've heard Oops, I Did It Again and all that stuff. Sure. Doesn't really do it for me. I'm not really like I listen to the these kinds of bands, but looking back on it, I don't know what why I liked it. And now listening to it, I get the talent. Obviously, Britney Spears is wildly talented. Yeah, that's undeniable. But I'm not. I don't. I don't get it now. I don't like it. I just don't okay. Like it. To to be able to sing and do the dance moves to that it's degree. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's pretty uh it's true artistry at mm-hmm. its at its finest because they're I mean and you, you know I don't know any if she's had any history of like lip syncing or anything like that but certainly a I lot of that I fucking hope that she did. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's so I, I don't understand how you do it. The way I've always looked at these shows, this is this actually goes into today's world with like Beyonce and big pop stars. Sure. I, I I would never be offended if they lip sync because when you're like when you go to like a Britney Spears right. show or something like that, you're going there for the show. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's more so than her perform performing vocals live for you. Like you're 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 spectating something beyond being a, a like a musician at the moment. It's not like going to see the fucking matches or something. Like they're gonna play yeah. that, and you're basing your judgment on their show off of their playing quality and their stage presence. But when you go to a show like this, you're basing your judgment off of the fact that it's just wildly fucking insane. And she has snakes and shit. She's crazy. <laughs> Do you remember? There's a yeah. part of the documentary where she has a, like a fucking cobra around her neck. What are you doing? Lord only knows, you know, I mean, it's, it's absolutely nuts. The, the amount of talent that she has and, mm-hmm and had um i don't have any experience really with boy bands and stuff like that or britney spears or christina aguilera you know what i mean uh you know that that era of stuff i i thought i mean i did not like that music then and i i don't i don't know if i would like it uh, from a different perspective now I see the talent, but yeah, it's just kind of out there for me. I, I did eventually come to enjoy um, Justin Timberlake and his music. I think he's a wildly talented he person. He is very talented. However, I don't know. After this, I mean, he seems like a, an industry douchebag like the rest of them. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, it's it's that whole like mentality of kind of the the unfortunate thing of like the dudes in the music industry can kind of do whatever they want and then the 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 females as part of the music industry tend to kind of get way over scrutinized and over sexualized and over overexposed really i have another note that says put those blue jeans on and sing yeah, there was like a, I didn't you, understand that. Do you remember <laughs> that? Like, in it? Yes, I do. What the? Fuck? I didn't get. I didn't understand that. I like. What was that guy trying to say? Do you remember the context of it? It was like it, some like some southern gentleman who was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you just got to put on your blue jeans and sing." I don't. And I didn't. I honest to God don't get it, but I think that. I, I what I took away from it was he was kind of being a dick. Yeah. You know, like or just shut up and go fucking sing, that's all you have to do. But I, why is yeah. he talking about blue jeans? I don't know. I don't that's why I'm like it. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. I was confused by that statement. There's this random scene. So this will be a random talk, I guess, at the beginning, but the there's that scene yeah, the guy just says like put on your blue jeans and sing. I Maybe it's like because she grew up in kind of a southernish style. I don't. I, I have no idea. Are, it's just a crazy guy being mad. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be insulting, but it was just confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible insult. Put on your exactly. shirt and mow the lawn. I don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I. I did not. I. Yeah. I. I kind of like tilted my head at that little bit, but. Um, 
I have no idea. Uh, something I didn't know in the beginning, and also, why would I? Because, like, again, I listened to some of these boy bands and stuff, but I didn't, like, I was a kid. I didn't research facts about yeah. the artist. Uh, I did not know that Britney Spears was in the Mickey Mouse Club. The amount no. of fucking people that came out of that little club is yeah. insane. Yeah, because there was, I didn't know that either. There was Justin Timberlake was in it, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Fuck if I remember any of the other ones, but... So many very powerful figures, I guess, came out of the Mickey Mouse Club. Right, right. Um, which is, I did not know that about her either. But, um, it, I mean, it makes sense, you know, because she just seemingly was, from the start of her, basically just, like, being born. I think she's, like, at 10 years old, started doing, like, major singing competitions or performances or whatever and then like she got a talent agent and got signed into the mickey mouse club and when that ended she basically went back to being normal but it just kind of felt off from what i'm understanding and which makes sense when you kind of be exposed like that you know it's kind of a hard thing to go back to normal life you know on that on that note of her being a kid, they showed a few clips of her singing as a child, and goddamn, yeah, Jeez. extreme talent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Kids can't, kids shouldn't be able to do things that well. <laughs> right. I couldn't even spell I've... my fucking name. My J's were still backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I think I I think I have a a, a, a like a, a vinyl record of. Uh, this is kind of on the similar vein and this is where the tie-in is but uh, of uh, aretha franklin and i think it's just like live recordings from her in like her church like way back in the day singing and i think she was only between the age of like maybe 10 and 14 and like holy smokes yeah it's the same level uh, and, and of like just this unbelievable talent these hidden gems like that are just singing in church or doing this other stuff and you know then eventually they break out it's pretty amazing to see like looking back on it like everybody knows britney spears but then it's pretty amazing to see her at such a young age where you can really catch that the the talent and the stardom is already there like when you're when she's so young like the even the way she carried herself as a child is like you're gonna be you're gonna be a star and that's wildly impressive, I think. Right. Which, to even kind of bounce off that, which I, I think kind of sucks, is like, I don't know if you noticed this or like caught on to it, but this is, this is kind of more down-the-road stuff for her. Uh, like, she seemed like... <laughs> she seemed, which is an unfortunate thing, that she couldn't, like, express any emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, she had to just, like, smile and, like, nod. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so, like, heartbreaking and sad, like, that you're almost, every aspect of your life has almost been controlled since you were, like, 10, you know, or maybe even a bit older, but, like, really young age, and, like, you can't just express what you really want to say, you know? That's how it seems. Yeah, definitely, And, and the Hollywood scene seems to be, like, the only area in the country where child labor laws are just not a fucking thing yeah well and i wonder if it was like even 
less uh, or, or more relaxed than it is even now Probably, where, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like a lot of that stuff has kind of been tightened up at least a little bit, but still still probably not never really in favor of the kids and really only like their parents who are kind of exploiting them which is unfortunate yeah Yeah. the people that want to fill the coin purse are always in charge that's right my next note that i wrote down is dude do you remember the days when people put on concerts in malls (laughs) like in the middle of a mall how fucking dope what a what a better time that was that yeah that was like insane to me like i i was like i was like oh she just like started playing oops i did it again yeah in a mall yeah could you imagine going to the buckle and walking out and seeing britney spears in a fucking square singing oops i did it that's fucking crazy <laughs> Right, and without even anybody knowing at that point, like how big she would become, right? Too, you know, yeah. That's yeah, absolutely nuts. And I mean, that's kind of the the grind of it, right? I mean, that was just you know, you perform where you can, and mm-hmm. she only had like maybe two dancers with her, too. Yep. You know, and, and I think they said in the documentary, so she was. It wasn't. Oops, I did it again. Was it? What was her main hit? Was it? That wasn't. Oh. Oops! I did it again. Oh, hit me, baby, one more time. That yeah. was that was the song. And at that time, from my understanding of the documentary, she like that single had just dropped. So as she was going mall to mall performing while mothers and their daughters go school shopping, she was gradually getting like just stupid famous to the point of where the malls just weren't an option at some point. Right. And that's that's nuts. And you can they they lay it out in in the in the documentary so you can kind of see that timeline and how quick it went from 12 people were watching her with two dancers to she needs a fucking entourage to get her in and out of where she's at and there's screaming people all over right and that that's what's nuts to me is just like yeah and it was hit me baby one more time right yeah okay i mean you know I did it again one more time. I don't know. What which one came first, you know, the chicken or the egg? Uh so Hit me baby one more time came first. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, um <laughs> but but yeah, just seeing oh, and then that kind of brings it into like the the sort of almost just like the the villain of the <laughs> of the documentary, which if you want to call it that is like the constant like paparazzi stuff mm-hmm. was just like it's an, it's dude, crazy. I, I i couldn't i can't even imagine like someone living like that no like you're being like and the amount of like camera flashes in your face dude that would be so disorienting and so nuts yeah it's terrible know? they they're my next note that i wrote down is it is they were getting a million dollars a photo of her that's fucking insane. Leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's yeah. terrible. Like the, I mean, obviously these paparazzi people, and you kind of they they kind of do a deep dive on one of the the paparazzi dudes because he got like it was when Britney like lashed out on him and stuff. We'll probably touch on him later, but but like obviously these people are basically like getting freaking millions of dollars and stuff like that and like just for for essentially just 
like pestering someone and not leaving them alone and never never letting them just go to the grocery store or gas yeah. station. There's like that gas station that had everybody down every aisle. Yeah, and she was in the and, bathroom or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. And it's like it's like, dude, <laughs> please just please just leave Britney alone. Remember that remember that YouTube video? The leave Britney alone. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Okay, wait, I gotta I gotta remember. Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Chris uh, Crocker. Yes, <laughs> fucking dude. Chris Crocker, dude. I'm surprised they didn't use any of that footage in this. Uh, yeah, if you guys remember that, Chris Crocker was just like screaming about leave Britney alone. Yeah, and man, that, Chris was right. That motherfucker was <laughs> like, on the free Britney yeah. bandwagon years before any of us even knew it was happening. That's right. That's right. It's I, crazy. which is just insane. So I mean, we get to the you know the paparazzi and they're basically just completely taking over our life and just stuff like that which is just it's oh my god it's such I, a I can't it's such a touchy subject for me because i just I, I i i think i've said this before in the podcast but i i hate and i won't do and i don't ask people for autographs or to take photos with like if i meet a band or something i hate yeah. that i just don't understand the obsession with needing a photo of like do what do you think they are yeah i don't understand they're, they're very talented that's fine but you need a photo of somebody that takes a shit the same way you do like whenever i whenever i put people too high on a pedestal i just remember like jay-z gets diarrhea he's just a normal yeah. dude <laughs> yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah that's right and and the thing is is like i mean especially at this time just with everything that was kind of going on behind the scenes and of of course uh Brittany was going through like celebrity breakups and stuff like that and like mm -hmm. you know her and JT you know good old Justin and then um getting hooked up with Kevin Federline oh, which I have so many things to say on both of those subjects okay <laughs> first, first of all well, let's first, let it run first of all you want to talk about putting people on a pedestal they were when they were explaining how the country looked at Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears Shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Yeah, they, they basically said, this is America's couple yeah, or something like off. that. Fuck off. That's the dumbest. Yeah. That's the dumbest way of describing things. Right. Like, leave them the fuck alone. What are you doing with that? I mean, any breakup is like tough and stuff like that. Absolutely. And then to be labeled as like America's couple and then go through like a breakup and then like you just have to move on. And meanwhile, all the like the people magazine and stuff are like oh so now she's just going with this guy and this guy and and justin timberlake's basically just like let off the hook you know and no yeah. one cares about about like him probably dating other people and stuff like that and like and they're not listening to her side of things probably and yeah it's just it's the, the misogyny is is extra thick in the, yeah. in the music industry and this yeah. documentary made that abundantly clear like somebody as as so squeaky clean as justin timberlake has a past that is I, less than good <laughs> i guess like yeah i can describe it i feel like even as myself who was like not even a part of this music scene at all or anything like that 
I mean, I even knew like some of this stuff that was like being said and going on because it was everywhere, you yeah. know, and and I don't know if it's like gotten better or stayed the same or I mean, I don't want to speculate like their lives or read into anything. And it that's all that people were doing yeah. was just like giving their own two cents and it's like a youtube comment section now exactly you know where like oh you're wrong and here's why and oh well this should be happening and they should be doing this exactly and i bet kanye know. cheated on kim or he's just too crazy for an animal fuck off shut up you yeah. get to say yeah. that shit right just hate so, it but back to what you were saying i think it's just as prevalent now it's just so widespread nobody notices anymore before you had sure. to, during this you had to go buy a magazine to hear about right. it, you know. Now you just now click it's at on our fingertips yeah. on Twitter. You're gonna, you can get a fucking ad about their breakup, like a sponsored ad about Kim and Kanye. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, and on that, you know, I scrolled for a little bit, but I wanted to say too, Kevin Federline, fucking, I hate that guy. <laughs> I can't stand that dude. Yeah. He just seems yeah. like he's. I talked about going in the buckle earlier. I don't shop at the buckle, but I can promise you Kevin Federline shops at the buckle. And he's got the bedazzled jeans. It wasn't he isn't he the guy that made Ed Hardy like wildly popular? <sighs> I I am not sure, but I could imagine so. I'm pretty Let's... sure that there are images of him in a wife beater with baggy bedazzled jeans and a sideways Ed Hardy hat. Yeah. And I shouldn't be judgy, but I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, that was a look, man. That was a look. It was something else. It's not a good look, but it was a look that people thought was good. <laughs> so. I guess it, it lines up with like the limp biscuit look. We all had that red hat. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I do now, though. So that's because <laughs> I'm a. <laughs> You're a late bloomer. <laughs> I'm a late. I'm a late limper. That's right. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, so do. So they have kids, a couple yeah, of kids. Dude, that's my next note. I didn't know she had kids. I had no I didn't yeah. I didn't know that at all. There's that fam- I mean it talks about it in the documentary, but there's the famous picture of her like driving away with her kid in her lap yeah. and she got like shit on for oh, it, which in reality yes, that is not something you should do, right? However, if you look at all the amount of paparazzi and stuff that were just swarming her and like the amount Look, the amount of effort that it takes to like hold a kid, bring them in your car, put them in the car seat, all that while cameras are flashing and then who knows if the kid's screaming or upset right. or whatever and she probably just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And like it's, it's That's how I pictured it anyway. Yeah, and I think somebody made mention of that that like the other side of that coin is you see a photo of Britney Spears with her kid in her lap, but what you don't see is 150 people bull rushing her with cameras trying to take photos of not only her and exploiting her, but also exploiting her child, which pisses me off so much. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm just numb to it and used to it now that if you're a famous person, your life is fucked up. But how dare yeah. you bring their kids into it? That is such a dick thing to do. It's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. I know. And then, I mean, it, it kind of gets to the point where it talks about how, you know, and all this, I don't even know what's happening, like, musically with her career. I, I don't remember the timeline I of it. I think that, her, like that her second album had come out with the Oops, I Did It Again 
business. Sure. And sure. I believe, I mean, I guess I'd, I don't know any albums after those two. I don't even know what they're called. I just know one had Hit Me Baby One More Time, one had Oops, I Did It Again. And she was to the point where she was touring stadiums. Right. So then, I mean, it gets to the point in the documentary when it talks about her and Kevin Federline <laughs> break. <laughs> I put a little lilt on his name because it's just, ugh. Uh, but they they break up and their kids, you know, now it's like their kids have to be, you know, uh, they, you know, they both apply for exclusive custody, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, Brittany gets fucked out of that and is just trying to like see her kids and then this fucking paparazzi guy dude this asshole are you talking about the main guy yes fucking i want to punch him so bad oh absolutely uh essentially she was just trying to see her kids and k fed had her kids <laughs> i don't, I don't want to... <laughs> maybe if we just call him kevin we won't laugh every time I think if I just call him Kevin, I'll laugh just the same. Um, but she's just trying to see her kids. Kevin Federline was not wanting her to see. They didn't answer the door, like all this stuff. And like her and her cousin were just like driving all while paparazzi's like following her. This specific guy. Because he got, like, an inside scoop of, oh, Britney's going to be alone and, like, yeah. you know, all this shit. And the way that that motherfucker was describing his job, it's like he was, it's like he thought that he was a part of her life somehow. And, like, they were oh, buddies. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, he basically is, like, it, it, it culminates into, like, her basically, like, bashing his car or whatever with an umbrella. Yeah. Right? And again, I think people, like, everyone's seen that oh, yeah. photo of her just, like, trying to destroy a little car yeah. and stuff and like they, that. and they depict her as crazy when, in actuality, they stopped at a gas station and this guy has been following them around all night from house to house. Yeah. And she just got turned down from seeing her kids by fucking Kevin Federline, which would piss <laughs> right. me off enough to right. begin with. Right. And, and so, you know, she gets out and just starts bashing in the 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 car and stuff like that minimal damage like honestly like barely anything but a scratch yeah. was on that car yeah. and like and this dude is just like and she just like freaked out and it's like yeah dude cuz she's mad at life and you're fucking bothering her dude <laughs> and 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 all this while like the the person doing the interviews and stuff like that which this part made me so mad. He was like, I mean, you know, I was just trying to ask her like how she's doing or something like that. And the guy's like in her face with cameras and like photos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and he's like, she never ever said for us to stop. Right. And, and, and then the interview person is like, well, what about when she said to stop? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, it was like for that day. Yeah, you never, she but, never said to stop forever. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it wasn't forever. I was like, dude, it, it, like, you don't even have to read between the lines no. to see what she was trying to say. She just said stop, and you just didn't. And it's like, 
<sighs> there was another he had like a little bit that he said and he was like, you know, people in this business when you're when you take photos of people sometimes forget that these are humans and 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 they just look at them as as something that they can profit off of. Like motherfucker, what do you think you're doing? Like why are you even see that's literally what you're doing. You just right. you just pissed her off to the point where she hit your car with an umbrella and then you sold the photo of her hitting your car with an umbrella. Yeah. Like what And this is all of course after the fact of like she was trying to get the paparazzi and stuff to like stop. She was basically like, What's what's it gonna take, you know, for them to stop? And this was like right after she had like shaved her head yeah. bald. Yeah, she can't even because, get a haircut. Yeah. And, and and she basically just was like, Well, I don't know if it, her logic was just like, well, maybe this will work, you know? But, I mean, I'm sure at any at that point she was willing to kind of try anything. And so so that guy captured, like, her famous, like, you know, bald photo of her kind of, like, looking mean mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, again, it's just exploiting this person, you know, this poor, poor Brittany who had a terrible night and probably year. You know, like was her father in charge of her estate and everything at this point? Yeah, it was like right in this time period because because she kind of, you know, she got a divorce. Everybody was like or I don't know if they were married or they split or whatever. But, you know, she broke up with Kevin Federline. (laughs) The kids were not a part of her life anymore. She shaved her head bald. And she had this, you know, quote unquote freak out of like smashing a paparazzi's car. And so at that point, it was like her deadbeat fucking father who just like wasn't part of her life and was like an alcoholic basically like steps in and is like, well, I'm going to be in charge of the estate. And the, the word is um, what's what's the word that they use? Uh, conservator. Like, Yes, conservator of their estate and, and their life, uh, essentially. Yeah, and and typically the conservator stuff is like, and they even mentioned this in the in the documentary. But like, th- this is for like like end of life stuff. Like, you're, like this is like a person who is not well, like mentally, physically. Uh, anything like that and like they literally can't have their own access to their stuff because there's a fear of like them losing it all or not or or people that like uh uh, basically it's almost like a power of attorney stuff Mm -hmm. sort of thing you know you have kind of control to just act on their behalf yeah and the way their finances the way that they described it too and and I, i don't know the logistics of it like I've never looked into it personally, but the way they described it is once he was signed in, we'll say as the conservator, like that's it, that's done. She can petition or petition to like get out of it. But apparently yeah. you're pretty fucked once you sign it right. over like that. Cause they had the person who was like a part of the whole process in the interview. Mm-hmm. And they basically, they even asked her straight up, like, have you ever seen a conservatee like, ever petition out of a conservator relationship and i think she was just like uh no (laughs) like like no that's that's something that like never happens and and so 
all this to say, I mean, the music industry is kind of exploiting her. The, the, you know, the men in the industry are exploiting her. Her family's now exploiting her because he just kind of takes over. And, and the reason why is they even made mention of this. And I thought they kind of like almost skimmed by it like a little bit too faintly. But they made mention of like her resisting this conservator conservative relationship. Uh, and there was never any proven like threats or anything like that. But essentially it was like, if you ever want to see your kids again, yep. you're going to accept this. Right. And I th- felt like that they kind of skimmed by that really quick I that too, and not, yeah. and not pinpoint that enough. Basically the day after she kind of like, or I don't know if it was the day, but like essentially there was like, maybe some behind the scenes threats of like, if you don't agree to this conservator conservative relationship, then you'll not see your kids again. And she agreed to it. And then all of a sudden, uh, like, um, visitation rights and stuff like that started to open up mm-hmm. because she went into the, not maybe not because she went into it, but it seems a little shady. It seems definitely, and, you know, and I assume that they probably skimmed over it because like the amount of proof that any normal human being would have of that is probably zero. Yeah. And again, these are all just us just talking a documentary. And I think that it's something to, important to bring to light you know this this documentary and and someone being exposed in the music industry so we're not saying anything one way or the other right (laughs) we're just saying this is a weird coincidence Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah but (laughs) there was even talk of um i i I don't know i mean essentially she just kind of gets like under this sort of lock and key, like, yeah, she can't really say anything. She, can, she can't the per- do anything. Yeah. And and she's basically being controlled by the conservator because mm-hmm. they can even they can even uh, control what like music they're putting out, where what TV appearances they go on, yep. what you know. And it's like it's absolutely insane. And there was even like a moment where it was talking about how someone in the courts i think made mention that this conservator conservative relationship between britney and her father uh is almost a partial business or something like that it is yeah so there's okay so there's a couple things before before we get to that point that i want to say too or just one thing Uh, i wanted to say one on the note of the conservator it goes as deep as she couldn't even hire the lawyer that she wanted to represent yeah. it, it got denied. But then they introduce Andrew Wallet, who ends up being the lawyer. Yeah. And what happens later on is he actually files to the courts that since her record sales went up when she started playing again in Las Vegas, she was making more money, that he deserved more money. And he essentially was had an agreement through the court system that he was getting a paycheck. Yeah. Through it. So yeah, so it was it was it was I mean it kind of seems like funneling money, but yeah, he was treating it as if Britney Spears was his business and then he or he deserved like 10% or what whatever of it of the Britney yeah. Spears found. It's fucking it's terrible. But yeah, it really was just acting straight up as like he was just taking money off of out of a coffee shop that was running. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, all that to say, I mean 
then we get kind of brought into the picture of the whole like free Britney movement and um yeah dude and they bring up the <laughs> so there's a podcast called Britney's Gram right? right and it's where they really they dive into her Instagram posts which essentially what they're doing is trying to prove to the world that she's being controlled by the conservator and she's not really doesn't really have free reign of her life right and yeah. I, I wrote a note on that because that is such a wildly specific uh, podcast idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is so specific. Like, it's strictly yeah. Britney Spears' Instagram and why those photos and videos she's posting prove that she is basically being mind controlled. <laughs> it's so yeah. specific. We can't even think of, like, topics No, dude, we had to watch a Britney Spears week. documentary to get by. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> No, I think this is a good document. Uh, no, I, but, I do too. Um, yeah, wildly specific podcast is correct. I, but they basically kind of bring to light, um, this, where we're essentially like I think this was this was the point that it happened where Britney Spears like basically got this huge like Las Vegas because yeah. she at this point she was playing Las Vegas you know a lot. But then she yeah. got like full exclusivity for like the biggest. Yeah, she had a residency and, at what was it like the fucking Mirage or something? One of the big yeah, casinos like, there. Yeah, and so, so basically, she was gonna be playing that like all day, every day, yeah. and getting bank on fucking. But this is the point where they said that she was making $310,000 a show, and she was doing like two or three or four shows a day. I mean, those are expensive. I went to Vegas once, and I looked at tickets for the fucking, like, the Blue Man group. It was like $180. Yeah. I can only imagine how much it costs to see Britney Spears. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And and she basically just, like, her announcement that a bunch of people were, like, waiting for and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, she kind of appeared. The announcer said she's got residency at the you know whatever mirage whatever it was uh and she just kind of like walked off stage while smiling and just kind of kept walking yep. and just it got disappeared it and, and walked away and you know what if i didn't know the or understand a little bit i guess i don't know but understand yeah. what exactly she was going through that would have been such a fucking power move if she would have been like actually doing that on her own what a move yeah what a well move. and <laughs> I mean, who knows though? I mean, that that's kind of the point where I'm just like, I don't know if that was a move of like her taking a stance or if it was a move of like, you do not say anything. You just make the appearance. Yeah, and, leave. and that's the conundrum. I like to think that maybe she did it on her own because what a fucking badass thing to do. That's, I, I kind of think so too, because it, it's something that like, it just kind of all adds up to me because it's been accumulating essentially her whole life with just shit piling on top of her really. And it's like now kind of finally being brought a little bit to light and, you know, not to an ex, not to the point that it is now, but like all this stuff. And maybe that was her opportunity to just like, okay, this is where I'm at. You know, like my, cause, cause essentially then, you know, we find out that maybe she was checked into like a mental facility too. And I have a note on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's one of my favorite parts. I got so pissed because the people from Britney's Graham 
were yeah. saying that she was quiet for a long time, and then all of a sudden a tweet came out, and they knew, they knew it wasn't her because yeah, the Instagram, yes, yeah, because she used a semicolon and a parenthesis instead of an emoji, right. and they know that Britney uses emojis. And I heard them say that, and I was like, shut the fuck up, shut up, I shut that, that off. And, but they were right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, way to be good at that. your job. These, I'm telling you, I'm I'm not subscribed to the Britney's Graham podcast, but hey, I support. I'm them. a fan. I support it. I support that, that's them. just I haven't looked that hard into anything. No, <laughs> it's good work. <laughs> I mean, it's like our version. It, it's our version of uh, you know, to pimp a butterfly versus uh, dissect version of <laughs> to pimp a butterfly. I mean, it's, we do the bare minimum here, and that's that's all we can really do. But that yeah, that was fascinating. They're like, we know how much she loves emojis. Yeah, dude. And she would never do the emoticon, which is the using the standard like uh, buttons, letters, symbols that you get on a keyboard. And I was like, damn, dude. Like these people, they know what's up. They so do. they do. So they they were kind of suspect of that because it was after like a couple weeks or something of nothing. Yeah, and, it was something like that. And then it was some yeah. random, I'm happy kind of post. Yeah, yeah. Like a really cheesy, like, life is good yeah. and you got to do good things sort of thing. And so basically now there's just kind of a movement of people who are literally, like, watching every move of this conservatorship because Brittany kind of has she started to get out of the you know basically file the the appeal or whatever you want to say whatever the lawyer term is yeah of getting out of this uh conservatorship and so as it stands i mean the conservatorship is still in place you know i don't i don't know though we'll see what happens i feel like uh, who knows who knows what could happen but Hashtag free Britney. Yeah. This is a pro Britney Spears podcast. It is now. We're no Britney's gram, but I intend to befriend them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe we could do a, a little episode together. I, I doubt it because I'm sure they're way bigger than us. But, I mean, essentially, to recap the whole thing, I mean, Britney's kind of under this conservatorship. She's been basically, in my mind seemingly used and abused by the music industry as a whole Mm -hmm. um it's particularly the men in the music industry as well um exploited by the public and put into public eye without any of her own doing or control uh you know i would say she's she's been suppressed in her voice and what she's been able to do and say um and although uh, I I never really this was never music that was under my sort of uh, you know eye to be listening to and stuff like that, it's still someone in the music industry that's just being uh, abused. And yeah. you know I, I I the more that I like dig into these documentaries and stuff like that, the more that I'm just like. I'm glad I failed. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I mean, it's like, and I think nowadays that people might, I don't know, I don't want to use the word easier time, but I, I'll, I'll say that 
because I can't really think of anything else. But there's a lot of different avenues now where you can be an independent producer and music maker and stuff like that. And I'm curious about the current stage of artists like, you know, Cardi, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion. Like, I, you know, I some of those bigger, like, uh, especially in the female realm, pop stars that are coming up, like, how has the industry changed or stayed the same or become worse? And what I'm saying is I don't want to see, uh, for their own health and well-being, a, a documentary of uh, free Cardi B or something right. down the line, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I think that there's, whether you like the music or not, you you, you got to recognize the talent and for what it is rather than for someone you can use to exploit. And so th that's, that's kind of been just eye opening, I guess, it, just to, to sit and watch this documentary and just see the fucking hole of like people that just choose to exploit you when you kind of are down this path of fame and uh, it's sad. And so I hope that everything kind of goes well from here on out and i I'll, I'll keep my eye on it i mean you know free britney yeah that's it i'm i'm with you on all of that yeah uh, i have i have a couple unless you have anything else on it, i have like a couple you know like editor's notes <laughs> yeah hotel that i wanted to mention afterwards sure they're stupid uh there's only two number one i saw so many nokia brick phones in the old videos it just it made, made me so happy to watch people text and you could see them click like five 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 <laughs> trying to get to the right yeah, letter. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. That was delightful. And then Absolutely. I, I didn't want to say this during the actual episode, but I'll say it now. So the lawyer's name is Andrew Wallet. That's such a stupid sounding name. <laughs> it just bothers me. It's like Tim okay, Socks. I just it's a stupid name. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like, "Of course, his last name is Wallet." No, I, actually, something. I didn't have anything punny like that. Is that even okay. punny? But it just is. Every time I heard his name, I laugh at Ke Kevin Federline's name because I'm laughing at Kevin Federline. But Andrew <laughs> Wallet is just a dumb-sounding name to me. There's a movie with Vince Vaughn and uh, Dave Franco, and Dave Franco's character's name is Mike Pancake. And I laugh every time I hear it. And it's the same thing with Andrew Wallet. It's just a stupid name to me, and it kind of bugged me. It's okay. Not relevant. That's why I didn't put it in like the regular part of the episode. But other than that, right. I, wanna, I want to say again, Nate, I agree with everything you said. And I'm here with the Free Britney movement. I'm probably not going to go out and protest, only because there hasn't been any in my area. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody we know... Uh, knows this but it's good exposure to kind of see you know some stuff that's happening and, and whatnot but um yeah i mean check out the documentary hulu uh, it's on hulu. framing britney spears i think it's worth your time i think so yeah um I, it it is kind of an offbeat topic for us i mean neither one of us listened to britney spears or anything like that really except for the the hits yep. but i think that 
it's 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 good to not just like brush someone off as another oh they're just another pop icon or they're just another celebrity that i give no care to yeah um, yeah music aside the the bottom line is that the the documentary just shows that she's being used as a prop and not treated as a human and that's not that shouldn't happen to anybody exactly so i mean that's it i think yeah what do you uh what do you what do you think do we do we do a, a bad band names oh. to to lighten up the mood at the end uh, we could try it feels wrong after every episode but if we don't start doing it again we'll never do it <laughs> you know what i mean I know. yeah oh okay i use that one i gotta delete it i guess i got one okay hit me with it all right i don't think i've used it okay uh cracks in the sidewalk okay looks like it's like a shell silverstein uh cover group i don't yeah. know what that means the poet that did like the where the sidewalk ends and like it just reminded me of like something. i don't i don't i believe i don't know who it is sorry i'm not very cultured you never read shell silverstein i don't think so it doesn't sound familiar hmm. okay well anyway i was making fun of you so okay. well you don't need to do that uh cracks in the sidewalk is yeah. uh oh i like this one nate what do you think the genre is are you doing that thing again where you either like you don't know? No, so no, then... I got it in there. I want to see if you know what it is. Okay, cracks in the sidewalk, uh, slam poets with like with with heavy guitar in the background. Okay, so that was oddly close to what I was saying. It's it's mainly spoken word, but it's over what I would describe as river music, and by river music, I mean just something really calming and tranquil. Okay. So that was that was pretty close. Uh, their album is called. <laughs> their album is called "Oops, My Mama." Okay. Yeah, because the back. <laughs> the single is called "Oh Well." I guess I'll go play somewhere else. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he stepped on the crack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So fucking stupid. <laughs> uh oh, i like that well that gives me to uh my bad band name of the week anal terror oh my god wait T- terror like t-e-r-r-o okay r i was wondering yeah. if it was like one who tears ass <laughs> <laughs> the well that's the bad band name uh album so that one who tears ass. <laughs> um, the reason that so the the oh god, my, there's um, a story. Yeah, there is going to be a story at the end. I'll give you the the genre though is ah uh, they're just like like uh, punk. Okay. Yeah, they're punk. <laughs> like crusty punk. Crust punk. Like really. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the album name is. Uh, what was it again? One, one, who, tears one who tears ass. <laughs> okay. Um, and their hit single is uh, they don't have a hit single because their music is all just like one minute long and just not good. Okay. So, 
Uh, there is there is a story with this though, because I think there is a, I think there is a Finnish band called <laughs> called Anal Thunder, mm, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I I you know I kind of took inspiration sure, yeah. from that yeah you know nice morphed it into my own thing what was it ass know? terrorizer at terror yeah that's it ass yep. ta- what was it <laughs> ass tit yeah it's, <laughs> i didn't say ass tit yeah, you kind of did uh anal t- oh, anal, anal terror. terror yeah the one who tears ass or tears yeah ass. so yeah uh, yeah yeah um so that's been a uh, bad band mates you know facebook instagram twitter uh you like us on there and <laughs> share our stuff and do the thing you like us the on social there. media <laughs> yeah yeah you like us on there no I, I i don't know um i think for next week uh we're just gonna kind of keep it a free form album swap yeah uh free form okay so for album swap next next week we're gonna keep it a little bit free form and uh, just uh, do some random ones uh, that we want to give each other. So, Josh, what do you got for me? I am going to give you the album is called Drive North, okay. and the band is Swimmers, but it's spelled all fucked up. It's S W M R S, Swimmers. All right, and. Josh did this at his own uh, randomness. K. Yeah, I asked him to give me a letter of the alphabet, and he picked K, which K has, like, King Gizzard and Kendrick Lamar and (laughs) stuff that we've already done. So I felt it was time to give him a little band I like to call Knocked Loose. Yeah. And, uh... The uh, album is called Laugh Tracks. Okay. My uh, my album is kind of a uh, like uh, funny. What funny? No, no, it's not not funny at all. And I think you're actually gonna cry through it. So, <laughs> Good. um, because it's a really heavy like hardcore metalcore uh, metal band. So. But the guitarist of uh, one of the guitarists of Eastwood, that band that we talked about, yeah. like just on a offhand, mm-hmm. he's in this. So very different from that. So you'll you'll uh, you'll have fun. What kind of genre is your little swimmers? Uh, modern day punk rock. Sure. Okay. So there you have it, folks. Uh, I hope this episode finds you well. And I hope that you are doing very decent. I would go as far as to say very good. Very well. <laughs> so um, so that's it. Bad Bandmates. Okay, thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm.